Hey everyone, I'm Sam Wright, and you're listening to Metal Gear Mondays, the first edition. Uh, you're going to hear some stuff in these episodes about links that aren't right for Patreon and other things. You can ignore those and in your head replace them with patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays and facebook.com slash Metal Gear Mondays or Twitter at Metal Gear Monday. Thanks, character limits. Okay, bye. This week on Metal Gear Mondays, we're all dropping acid. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Metal Gear Mondays. I'm your host, Alessio Summerhield, and this week I'm joined by Samuel Wright. Nobody played Metal Gear Acid. I know. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just spitting truth. <laughs> it's true. Um, and for the uninitiated, this is the podcast where we play through all of the Metal Gear Solid games from start to finish, top to bottom, left to right, or right to left if you're Japanese. Uh, in book club style fashion and talk about what it was like to play the games. Sam and I have played them before and Isaac has not and is also not on this episode. So. Yeah, because fuck them. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Isaac has been replaced by Sam who has not played this one. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the, uh, I'm the newbie here. Yeah. And to be completely transparent, I played through about 80% of the game and tried my damnedest to get to the end and did not have enough time this week to finish. So that being said, I did sink like 20 hours into a game specifically for this show. So that feels like a feat in and of itself. <laughs> um, Yeah. So anyway, um, if you have not picked up on it yet, this week we are talking about Metal Gear Acid, the turn-based card game collectible stealth tactical RPG handheld entry in the Metal Gear series. It's really weird. It's the most bizarre thing. So, I I know a little bit about Acid. I, I remember, I've never been good at strategy games. Um, I'm good at uh, the Final Fantasy Tactics games for some reason, and then inexplicably, Advance Wars Dual Strike, but none of the other Advance Wars. Hmm. Um, <laughs> that is... Like very odd, I think. yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it <laughs> how it yeah. is. But um, well, likewise, I'm absolute garbage at uh, tactical strategy games. I like them in theory, but every time I sit down and try to play one, I get about like a quarter of the way in, and then I realize I'm really fucking bad at this. I probably shouldn't continue to try to yeah. play this game. So. I'm good at I'm good at Final Fantasy Tactics because the first Final Fantasy Tactics was like the only game I played for a solid I want to say year. Wow. Um when was I was that, younger. Was that back in the back in the day of getting a game for a year and having to suffer until you got another one? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Something I feel like, like that. I feel like I played a lot of games including Vigilante 8 and oh, similar games because I got AIDS. I got duped into buying it and then had to wait like eight months to buy another game. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> well, um, just to give some background info for the uninitiated, um, Konami Computer Entertainment Japan was the developer. Konami was the publisher. Um, the director of Metal Gear Acid is not Hideo Kojima, and I think that other than Ghost Babble, this might be the first time we've covered 
a non-Kojima directed at Metal Gear for the show. No place um, for Hideo. Nope. But there is place for Shinta Nojiri. Oh. Um, and Kojima was a producer on the game, as was Masahiro Hinamai. And then the designer is also Shinta Nojiri. Um, and it was written by, not Kojima, it was written by Moku Tochibori, Shoyu Murata, and Tomukazu Fukushima. And it released on the PlayStation Portable as a launch title. Uh, it released in North America March 22nd, 2005, and Europe, uh, the European version came out September 1st, 2005. Oh, so and- it was a launch title in Japan. Yeah, and it was launched okay. out on Japan on this December sixteenth, two thousand four, under the name Metrugia As- Ashido. <laughs> <laughs> I just really wanted to save that for the end. I love it was before we recorded. He says, "I love that in Japanese it's Metrugiru," and I was like, "So you mean like the way that we say every Japanese <laughs> phrase that we say on the show?" <laughs> let's get let's get real here for a second, people. This is <laughs> this is normal. I love for whatever reason, whenever I speak Italian or say a Japanese word, I go into like TV announcer voice. And so it's not Metal Gear, <laughs> it's Metrugia. <laughs> yeah, it just gets real. Oh, welcome to Metrugia. <laughs> what the, what the, I can't even do it. Uh, anyway, Daijovakai, um, we're oh going to be talking God. about Metal Gear Acid. Um, but yeah, so it's Metal Gear. I don't even Metal Gear acid. acid. It's <laughs> Are you just, trying to like incorporate the exclamation mark in there? Yeah, for some reason like, it's Metal some, Gear AC exclamation D. Yeah, because when you look it up on the internet, it's just the word acid, but they replace the I with the exclamation mark in the box in like the box art name. Yeah, which makes it very hard to figure out how to say it properly. It's like it's like acid. <laughs> Well, apparently ACID stands for Active Command Intelligence Duel. So replacing it with an exclamation mark doesn't make any sense in any situation. Nope. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so it was primarily multi- uh, single player. Um, the first one, once you get to a certain point in the game, unlocks multiplayer, which is done through wireless ad hoc, and uh, it has to be sort of in the same room. Uh, the second game, likewise, did local multiplayer where you had to be like in the same room with people but it was unlocked from the beginning Mm. um actually has a lot of cards that are made specifically for playing against other people um but the first game was more focused on single player um and the two games are direct sequels to each other Uh, we'll be covering the second game later on actually two episodes from now um however they are a spin-off kind of parallel universe what if scenario so kind of like kind of like how Ghost Babel is not canon. Yeah, so technically likewise. yeah, these aren't canon. However, Ghost Babel takes place as like a replacement for Shadow Moses. Um Metal Gear Acid doesn't mention any of the previous Metal Gear incidents. So, I don't know But like what, all the cards place. reference. Yeah, all the cards reference um Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3 and Metal Gear 1 and 2 and they reference Zone of the Enders, Snatcher and Police Knots. Um Weird. but none of the characters like I don't think like at least when I played through the portion the 80% of the game that I played through, I don't recall there being a single moment when a character actually mentioned an incident or a character from any of the previous games. Hmm. So I don't know if this is supposed to be just like 
Snake as an established character doing completely random shit and nobody like he he's it's not the same snake. I don't I don't know. I don't know how it fits in as like a parallel universe. Um but yeah, so and before we get into the game proper, the game essentially takes place as a series of it's almost as if like you took a tactical game like Final Fantasy Tactics except all of the actions that you can take are based on cards that you draw. Yeah. Um and you can only have I believe it's six cards in your hand at a time. It might be seven. I think it's six. So you can only have six it's like, cards. It's like if you took Final Fantasy Tactics and merged it with um, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of, I, to be completely honest, it almost feels more akin to something like XCOM um, oh. than Final Fantasy. I guess because there's shooting and like taking cover and stuff like that. Um, but it's almost like card game XCOM, if that makes sense. Um hmm. And other than that, the story unfolds through almost like a visual novel style thing, which I actually really enjoyed. Um, so the way that the cutscenes take place, it's almost like talking portraits um, with backgrounds. And so it feels more like a dating sim or like persona or something during the actual like story events. Um, and then the game and they're all 2D and then the game is all 3D which when the game was announced, everybody was like, oh shit, like we're getting like a portable console Metal Gear experience. Um, however, it was not the case. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so other than that, between missions, you go to a um, intermission screen and the intermission lets you organize your deck. You start out only being able to have 30 cards in a deck. However, they upgrade that to 35 after a certain point in the game. Um, and then you get actually you actually get a party member. You get a second person. Um, that you can control. And so you have to manage both decks because they're independent of one, of one another. Um, you can also go to the card shop and buy booster packs from specific games in the series or buy single cards. Um, and the way that the card shop works is between certain points of the game. I'm not even kidding, Sam. This is fucking bananas the way that it worked. They have advertisements in the game with a goofy voiceover and everything and like really shitty like tim and eric like graphics (laughs) that's just like go on down to your local card shop and pick up the metal gear solid 2 pack available now like it's really weird like i don't i feel like they could have done it a little bit better but other than (laughs) the immersion breaking wonderful yeah it's good Um, you just you just in intermission you just watch an episode of tim and eric and that's (laughs) <laughs> yeah um it has really good music um i believe that actually never mind none of the composers um are from other metal gear games i don't think the composers listed are Nobu- nobuku toda shuichi kabori and akihiro honda um and none of their names are jumping off the page at me so i don't know if you really are. just need to like send me the list of japanese names because i'm gonna i'm just gonna say them and pretend i know what i'm talking about Gotcha. With reckless abandon, okay. <laughs> you, you tiptoe around the pronunciations. <laughs> um, Aki Aki Hero uh, <laughs> uh, Nob, Nobu, uh, and I'm like, nah, Aki Hero mm. Nobunaga, bitch. <laughs> Nobunaga. I was about to say Nobunaga. <laughs> um, well, this is interesting too. So if you're hearing this, it's too fucking late, and you can't send in your submissions. However, if you do want to send something in later, we will still read it. Um, I actually recently discovered that in 2008, a mobile version for mobile phones was actually released in Europe. Um, so you could play Metal Gear Acid on your smartphone in 2008, only in Europe. 
So and only in 2008. Yeah, so I'd be interested. <laughs> I'd be interested to see if any of our uh, European listeners uh, played it on mobile phone uh, as opposed to the PlayStation Portable. Um, the horrible thing here, guys, is I wish I could say go out and buy it because it's a great game, but you can't fucking get it on the online store and you can't fucking get it on the Vita. And you pretty much can't get it unless you have a physical PSP and the UMD, which I went out and bought for the show because I really wanted to play these games. Um <laughs> But yeah, so hard recommendation because I don't recommend anybody spend $200 on stuff just to play Metal Gear Acid. If you if you already have a PSP, see, yeah. try and find the UMD if you can. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I would recommend it. It's not it's not a bad game, it's not a great game, but it's definitely a fun game and it's worth playing if you like yeah. Metal Gear. So, um, um, can we can we kind of talk about the plot a little bit cuz I'm going to hit a hard skirt <laughs> just tell people who are interested in the plot of the game who actually want to play it to kind of like take their earbuds or out or change to a different episode or listen to something else for a second. Because um, I need to talk about how fucking ridiculous this shit is. Well, and that being said, too, I think even if we talk about it, people should go through and play it because the yeah. game, the plot articulates in a fun way. And I think... At least for me, the motivating factor was kind of figuring out what the fuck was going to happen with the plot. But at the same time, like if you like tactical turn-based stuff, you could literally not pay attention to the plot at all and still have fun. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, so the game starts out, as far as I'm aware, um, on an airplane, mm-hmm. and this guy, he's a senator, but he's pretty much a shoe-in to be the next president. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I understand, is on the plane, and it gets taken over by two dolls. Yeah, they're two like puppets, puppets. Mm-hmm. Um, who are they're controlling it with toxic gas. I can't remember their names. I can't, I can't either. I I I, I, I have like them. Francis in my head. and Elsa or something, S- something like that. Um, but they essentially um, they want this thing called Pythagoras, mm-hmm. and um, they want control of it. But it's in South America, so they get Snake out of retirement again mm-hmm. because he's always in retirement, and they always get him out of retirement to go to this facility. Because retirement um, for Snake is living in a cabin in the like icy winter, the mountains of Alaska, and doing fuck all <laughs> knows anybody. Mountain like, what climbing. Does he, do? does he mountain just climbing. masturbate all day? Like, he masturbates he? and climbs mountains, <laughs> according to the end of the game, which we'll get into. Ah, he also um, mushes dogs. Yeah, so says MGS One. Yep. Um, but so Snake has to go to this facility to get uh, Pythagoras. Um. And then, like, he comes across these two people, and one of them's named, like, Taliko is her name. Uh-huh, Taliko. Taliko. It's like T-E-L-I-K-O. Yeah, Taliko, and then some dude named Greg. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Greg turns out to be an imposter, though. Yeah, Greg is, like, a key character. So, you find imposter out that by... Professor Greg. Yeah, Professor Greg. <laughs> and then they're, like, going through the thing, and then Greg disappears for, for some reason, and you gotta, like, go across, like... This bridge a bunch of times, yeah, it's... or something, and then um, you find out that Pythagoras is uh, is just another Metal Gear, mm-hmm. Metal Gear Kadok. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it, uh, it's Kodak like K O D O Q U E or something weird like that. Yeah, well, and the shitty thing too, so there's no voiceover in the game, which, to be completely honest, I feel like the game could have benefited from voiceover. Mm. Um, also, pro tip: go under options and turn the tech speed up to fast. Um, because, and this sucks, some of the card missions, you can press start to skip the cutscene at the beginning if you fail, 
Um, but a lot of the card missions, especially towards the end, get really fucking difficult. And you can skip the first cutscene, but once the mission starts, you can't skip cutscenes that happen during the mission. And so if you have it on regular speed, it's going to be like really fucking miserable to sit there and wait for people to finish talking. <laughs> so just crank that shit on high. You can you have to read it before you can hit circle to progress the text. So I would just put it on high and just fucking do it like that or else you're going to have a really miserable time. That is archaic and and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's real The strange. old way of doing things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so you're going through with Taliko and you find out these two guys, these two, uh, these two guys like Fleming, his name is, and Mm -hmm. what was the other guy's name? Uh, Hans Davis. Yeah. Fleming and Davis. They were the two scientists that, uh, that were working on the new metal gear. And then you find out that Greg is actually Fleming Fleming. Yeah. And and then um, you find out that <laughs> Snake. Solid Snake is <laughs> the scientist that created Metal Gear. Yeah. No. No. There's some dude named Leon. Well, Le- like- Leon is like so. While you are going through this research facility to find Pythagoras, the thing that or Pythagoras, the thing that ended up throwing a wrench in it is that the facility is under attack by terrorists who are also trying to find Pythagoras. And the terrorists are being led by this dude named Leon, who is fucking huge. He's yeah. like he's like almost seven feet and just gigantic and has a huge fucking gun. <laughs> um, and somehow him and Snake end up becoming best friends towards the end of the game. But he's like your primary bad guy for like the first third of the game. Yeah. Um. So he's finding him and then like he's trying to fight Snake because Snake looks like davis because snake is an evil man yeah apparently and then you find out that snake has been like davis was like memory conditioned to become solid snake um and he's actually the the mastermind behind metal gear kadok and you're just like what the on on top of a huge thing which is you find out that (sighs) solid snake was experimenting on children yeah. With, like, viruses and, like, mental torture and shit. Yeah. And that the exper Like, two children escaped. One of them died and lives on in spirit form. And one of them is still alive and escaped. And is actually the one causing the terrorist attack on the plane. Yeah. That is happening concurrent to snake going and infiltrating the base yeah because the, the the thing the stuff that's happening on the plane is being controlled by somebody somebody called number 16 mm-hmm. um and then like you find out later on that like number 16 is this chick named alice who's one of your contacts during the mission who's a psychic yeah she's a psychic and you knew she was a psychic from the beginning yeah uh, but she could see into the future just like a short by like a short amount yeah. Um, also, your handler for the mission is not Roy Campbell. He's a guy called Roger. Yeah. Um, and the thing that sucks about that is Snake can no longer say Roger whenever he hangs up. He has to say, right, or <laughs> okay, or I get it. And it's just like you can tell that they wanted to say Roger, but they can't say Roger because Roger, his Roger. name is Roger. Roger, Roger. But yeah. <laughs> also, all the artwork for the characters looks really cool. Like Snake's portrait, whenever he's in the Kodak calls, actually is like some of the cooler Snake art. 
like I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really it's a cool looking game, and the art is the art's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking batshit. Yeah, the plot. When I will say this too, there's enough kind of mystery to the plot because I know at some point. Toliko ends up being like an yeah. assassin. Yeah, it's like an assassin named like LeClown or something like that. Yeah, and you end up playing on like this crazy map on a board game. Yeah, where you're being held well, hostage. No, no, no. no, so so Toliko, the one that you're with, ends up being this assassin named LeClown or whatever. Um, and then uh, the real Toliko shows up, and then you go into this weird like board game level, and mm-hmm. Toliko and Snake are being forced by LeClown to fight to the death, and then. They don't fight to the death. They like figure something out or something like that, and then, mm-hmm. and then they kill the clown mm-hmm. who creates a bunch of copies of herself. Yeah, using like hypnosis. Yeah, um, it's really weird. Like, but I will say it's really weird when we say it out loud like this. But when you play the game the way that they, I mean, it still doesn't make any fucking sense. But the way that they, <laughs> the way that they like ease it on is it's like every stage there's like a little mini mystery and it's like oh man like what the fuck's going on i, w- I want to figure it out and so the game does a good job of like leading you forward through kind of presenting this like what if like well what's going on and it's just enough for you to be like well i kind of want to know what's going on and so you do have like a pretty pretty decent motivation kind of guiding you through the game um Albeit once you get towards the end of, of the game, everything kind of gets exposed and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, because um, like so after after the clown dies, like you go on to confront Fleming, who's in Metal Gear Kadok or something like that. And then some shit happens and then you kill Fleming, I think. Yeah, Toliko kills Fleming. Yeah, Toliko kills Fleming and then because he killed her father. Yeah, that's right. And then the clown uh, killed her father. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. Um. And then, like, a lot of other stuff happens, and then, like, Alice calls you, who is, who Alice, that we talked about this, Alice is number 16, and then Alice, like, dies uh, because of Fox die. Well, no, she, so this is really weird, too, and they don't explain it, at least I don't think. So, when Metal Gear gets destroyed, so Alice has the ability to manipulate people by controlling their thoughts, yeah. And she was she's able to fuck with Snake because during the mission Snake's having like really weird like f- like cloud strife-esque panic attacks mm. um where he starts to freak out and then like sees this doppelganger of himself who's Hans and they have these conversations about like dude what the fuck are you doing I'm Snake and he's like no I'm the real Snake you're just a decoy or blah 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 and everybody else on the mission is like Snake's losing his goddamn mind. Um, but Alice is who is kind of taking control of people. And for whatever reason, when Metal Gear dies, Alice has all of the pain and memories of all of the people who she's controlled, like rush her at once. Okay. And she dies from like the overwhelming wave of like all of these people's anguish and sorrow, like coming back to her all at once. Okay. I don't know why Metal Gear has anything to do with that, but they got nano machines. Yeah, because Matt dude. Campbell said so. Yeah, Matt Campbell. Fuck it. I really <laughs> wish at the end Matt Campbell was like the big boss at the end of the game. <laughs> He's like, I've been pulling the strings the whole time, Snake. I've been meaning to tell you, and I wanted to keep it a secret, but that's the uh, that's the secret ending of Metal Gear Solid Five. God damn. It. Sorry, he's just he's the one who's been doing it all. 
And for everybody who is not aware, um, I've been playing Metal Gear Solid Five very slowly, and I'm still <laughs> not done with it. Um, but yeah, so like, so like, Alice was controlling two people on the plane, and like the the one person who was controlling the puppets was the 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 senator's assistant, and then like who's the other... actually number one oh six, yeah, as well. And then, like, the other... Who was the other oh, person? Oh, no, 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 no. So the other person is 106, pretending to be a little girl. Okay. Because whenever I mentioned that two of the test subjects got away and one of them died and is in spirit form, that's 106. And so 106, like, possessed Fleming's daughter, I think. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then used Fleming's daughter to take back the plane from the terrorists yeah because she kills the assistant yeah the senator's assistant is trying to get revenge on the senator because the senator is involved in all the child experiments okay and and she's the one who's controlling the puppets yeah i don't know how or why (laughs) um yeah so But that's pretty much the plot, and then yeah, it, it like, ends with... Yeah, it ends like... Sna- that's why I said, so Snake invites, like, Chalico to come back to Alaska and go mountain climbing with him. Oh, of course he does. And then, like, he winds up, like, unconscious on the beach, or something oh. like that. Oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, that's, like, some secret ending shit. Oh, shit. Is yeah, he, he naked? Probably. Naked but it's like, it's like, it likes, it's like the lead-in to, two, to Acid 2. Yeah, I don't know if Taliko is the female partner in two. But no, it's it's like some some chick named like Vixen or something like that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, or I'm like gonna. I haven't I haven't started playing two yet, but I hear it's shorter than one, so I'm hoping I can finish it before next week. Um, I but yeah, so that's kind of the gist of it. Um, that the... fucking that shit sounded like a fucking snake tail. <laughs> it um. Tbh. To be it, honest, <laughs> it ends with the same cutscene that it opens with, which is like the president, the secretary of defense, and the prime minister of some country, and two other people like talking in a meeting. Um, and the at the beginning, they're talking about something that you don't know anything about, and it turns out to be the plane situation. And then at the end, they say that they have to take some drastic measures, but then they don't say what it is. So I wonder if it's going to be like addressed in two. Oh, fuck if I know, dude. Venus. Her name's Venus. Venus. I will say this as well. If you want to play through the game and have a ton of fun, um, Konami actually made public a bunch of codes to get special cards within the game. Um, And there's like eight different codes you can type in. And it gives you like a couple cards from Zone of the Enders, um, like Vic Viper and Jehuti. Um, <laughs> Vic fucking Vic Viper. I know, dude. But I haven't it also, heard the name uh, Vic Viper in many moons. <laughs> but it also gives you a gun called the XM8, um, which is fucking amazing. Like, it's ridiculous how easy the game becomes once you have this thing. Like, I literally got stuck on a boss for like ten tries, and then I had this gun pop up in my hand and just fucking wrecked shop, dude. Like. It's a gun that shoots like tremendous amounts of shots, but it also inflicts status ailments every time it hits. So you not are, not only are you hitting them a bunch and you're hitting them for high damage, but every time you hit them, they get like bleed or burn or they get knocked down or they faint, and it's just like ridiculous. Um, and you can use the gun like multiple times if it's not like initiated as a counter attack. 
Um, so it's nuts. So if you want to play the game on kind of like an easier mode, if you just want to get through it, um, definitely get the XM8. The other weird cards is that it lets you unlock a whole bunch of Konami Japanese female model cards. Um, and the only Beepy. thing, that, the only thing that the card does if you use it is it says that in male users, it, init- it initiates uh, severe bleeding. <laughs> and from so the you, nose perhaps yeah so you just get bleed affected on you if you if you <laughs> Jesus. use them. Um, but there's a lot of fun cards and they also have a lot of flavor text so like if you look at the card details it'll have like one-liners from the characters and stuff um but uh gurlugan is a card <laughs> and is uh, janola a card yeah 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 God um, damn. and they both when you use it actually like paralyzes everybody on the board um, like in fear, I guess. Awesome. Um, the Roy Campbell card lets you call in like an airstrike for some oh, nice. fucking reason. Fuck it. Um, there's a solid. Roy snake. Campbell's never called an airstrike in his fucking life. <laughs> yeah, he actually tried to actively stop an airstrike in MGS1. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if it's like a sick joke <laughs> or. <I'm>, <laughs> um, but there's some God. good. There's some good stuff. Um, yeah, just a bunch of random like Otacon card and um that lets you break armor when you shoot. There's a sniper wolf that lets you shoot from across the map. Ooh. Um there's a cyborg ninja card that will just like randomly attack an enemy on the map with an Do you get mind stare? <laughs> if you there's get a the mind cyborg detector. Ninja card. There's a mind detector and oh, uh you can you need to use mind. you need to use the mind detector. <laughs> there's mind stare. There's an Olga card, but there's not a cyborg Olga, Olga card. Oh god damn it. <laughs> um but yeah it's fun i don't know if like i really like card games a lot um so if you like card games and you like metal gear fucking give it a shot if you don't like (laughs) card games and you could do like metal gear give it a shot Um, if you don't like card games or metal gear what the fuck are you doing listening to this podcast (laughs) you have to like at least that 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 second one yeah come on metrugia metrugia i'm still caught up on fucking vic viper god damn it god damn it leo steinbuck the card's actually not that good, which sucks, but he's a good is character. It, isn't like, wasn't that like from Gradius originally, Vic Viper? Yeah, Vic Viper is the name of the ship from Gradius. That's it. Not even, not even the person piloting the ship. No, yeah. it's the name of the ship, just like the orbital frame's name is Vic Viper. Yep. It's pretty cool. God, I uh, love it. I yeah, love we it. actually do need to talk about it. Uh, Zone of the Enders 2 at some point. Yeah, we do. Because we only talked about the first one, didn't we? Yeah, we only talked about the first one, and I actually have not had an excuse to beat the second one. So this might be a good excuse to do that. See, uh, where this is where we separate, because I've never beaten the first one. Oh, dude, you can beat the first one in like five hours. Well, I know, but I've never beaten it. I remember beating the second one and being like, what up? I'm Uh, awesome. I got really far in the second one. I will say... No matter what difficulty you play on in Zone of the Enders 2, the Vic Viper fight is so goddamn hard. Like, yeah. once you get to the surface of Mars, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Sweet. Well, we're getting to inside baseball for Zone of the Enders 2 right now. My bad. Vic Viper. Um, But yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um, There's not a lot of bonus content, if any. You can replay missions, and you can replay... I think, specifically, if you replay Mission 2, which is the office building... Um, it will give you random objectives every time you go, so you can kind of have infinite missions, um, and then you can use those points to buy cards. So if you just want to get all the cards, you can just keep replaying missions and buying card packs. 
Um, I don't think it lets you continue the game once you beat it. So once you beat it, you're done. Um, and yeah, if we fucked anything up, if somebody wants to write in at all and tell us anything about Metal Gear Acid, um, I'll literally, take, I'll take it. Anything. Yeah, like anything at all. Just like um, even if even if you even if you don't know if we fucked up and you just want to say some shit, if you just want to just want to spit some sweet sugar about like acid just like send that send that send those motherfuckers up in here yeah dude send us your stories about dropping acid and then play, <laughs> playing metal gear because i'll read that too i don't know i'll read that shit we'll send it you can send it to our emails or our facebook or anything yep um well cool well before we get into admin stuff and plugging holes with things to go no, check out no uh, no no <laughs> We wanna. I want to announce some cool stuff. So, um, we have a guest lined up for Metal Gear Solid 3's first episode. Yeah, Mister. It's, it's like on a. It's like this is like a good guest. This is like on my list guest. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Sam, if you want to announce who it is, Mister Cole Ross from Duckfeed.tv, uh, from a. Uh, podcasts such as abject suffering and the level and uh bonfire side chats which is kind of what we've modeled this podcast over um we are very excited to have him on mm-hmm. um we had the pleasure of meeting him a couple months ago um at the uh, ohio game dev expo and he is a wonderful man um who will hopefully be able to regale us with fascinating tales about metal gear solid 3 and his his love of the series yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, and likewise, he's another Ohio Ohioan. Ohioan. Ohio. Yeah, Want to try that again? Ohioan. 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 Ohio. 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 <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. Ohio. Yeah. So he's gonna be in Sam's neck of the woods. Um, and besides that, we've actually locked down another guest uh, who is a listener of the show, and we're super excited. Uh, good old Zach. Um, I will withhold his last name until he's actually on the show and can tell us in confidence his own last name because i want to i don't want to give any non-public figures full names out there <laughs> um but yeah it's so a good old zach d that is all i will say is uh gonna be on the show we're really excited he's gonna be uh podcasting with us from new york um yep. and likewise i know that we have a couple of guests that have yet to confirm um and we're still waiting to hear back you know who you are um, and we'll send some emails out as well to follow up with people. I think um, that we've had, I think that we've, we, they've actually confirmed, but we need to remind yeah, them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, we're waiting on, we're waiting on audio from one of them. Yes. Um, you know yeah. who you are. You know who you are. Yep. TJ. Um, <laughs> calling you out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, we actually still need two guests for the MGS3 season. So if you guys know anybody, we're actually not going to have a guest on the wrap-up episode intentionally um, so that we can just kind of do that on our own. Decompress. Yeah. And um, likewise to um, definitely write in some stuff if you have questions for the guests, but just know that their time is valuable and they can choose to not be on the extra episodes. Um, so hopefully, um, our guests want to stick around for the extra episodes. Um, if not though, um, we completely understand. And yeah, so we're really excited for that. Um, before we get to the next season, however, we are going to be doing an extra sode, a side op on acid, um, Metal Gear Acid acid. 2. 
and um, this is oh a side yeah, up yeah, for a, a side up one. of this episode yeah 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 holy shit okay sorry but we're gonna be doing a side up of this one which might just turn into bonus scenes which i've been fucking waiting for (laughs) for like the last two months (laughs) that's a good thing guys make sam wait longer nah fuck it Um, sorry i'm just being i'm very (laughs) i've i've crafted an identity uh of a brazen and uh and a very angry person just for the show sam's actually not like this at all guys no I'm not, this but this show, this, uh, uh, persona, <laughs> and then I shoot myself in the head with a gun. Persona! <laughs> Sorry, that was my really bad Teddy impersonation. I, no, it was pretty good, actually. Um, no, okay, I'm just like, I just, I've been wanting some fucking deleted scenes, because we're funny as hell. <laughs> I'm just gonna toot toot real quick. <laughs> I just think they're funny. I, I, I'm okay. Maybe we're not funny as hell, but I think the things that we talk about yeah. that you guys don't hear in the episodes are funny, and we yeah. save that shit. The execution um, and, is very funny. Yeah, <laughs> the execution, or I guess the failure to execute. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so but yeah, so um, you, so we're gonna be doing to... the side up on this, and then acid two, and then we're gonna be diving straight into the virtuous mission with. Uh, Cole Mr. Ross. Mr. Cole Ross. And then we will be uh, trekking through MGS3. So go ahead and get those keyboards ready to send us your stories on MGS3. Um, we shared some photos from a listener, actually from Zach D, on Facebook earlier today of his uh, mint condition Japanese uh, demo of Metal Gear Online. Um, so if you guys have any cool nifty oh, collectibles or anything Neku, like that, Bakupaku. Bakupaku. <laughs> if, if you have any nifty collectibles, uh, shoot us some pictures and tell us about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so other than that, I will probably include um, some Metal Gear Acid videos in the show notes. There was actually one thing in particular I wanted to include a video of, and it is, I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so you got to check out some of this stuff uh, just to get an idea for it. Um, obviously, we'll be cutting in Metal Gear Acid music in this episode. And I think, here. A- Fuck. I think that's about it. Um, Sam, what can they do to support the show if they like listening to the show? Well, well, I tell you what. If you really like listening to the show, you can go to the website geekti.me. That's where we uh, have the rest of the show and all of our other shows. Um, so you can you can uh, check all those out there. Um, you can also go on Facebook. You can either check out our Metal Gear page that we really really want to get to a hundred likes by the summer. So please, um, if you Facebook and you haven't liked the page yet, check that out. Uh, send some stuff our way. We like to post nifty stuff on there. Um, that's Facebook.com/slash Metal Gear Mondays. Um, the official Geek Time Facebook is Geek Time Pod, um, which is also the Twitter handle Geek at Geek Time Pod. Um, and it's also the SoundCloud uh, handle where we also upload all of our uh, shows. Um, what else am I am I missing here? Patreon. Yeah, I was I was getting to it. I was trying to like I was trying to like put an air of mystery into the air and you ruined oh, it. Sorry. But whatever, you can find out how to support the site if you want to chuck a couple bucks our way and help us out. Go to patreon.com slash geektimepod. Um, we've got some uh, bonuses for people who are generous enough to donate. Um, and that's going to help us make the site better. Um, if you don't necessarily want to spend any extra money, but you happen to use Amazon, um, you can use our Amazon affiliate program. 
which you can find more information on at uh, geekti.me slash WP slash donate. Um, That has links to the different uh, countries' Amazon stores. If you click that link before you buy stuff on Amazon, um, everything you buy, we get a kickback. Um, We get a a kickback that helps us get money to, to support the site and make the site better. And you don't have to spend any extra money. It's just what you were going to spend anyway. So that's a really good way to support us without having to worry about uh, throwing up any extra any extra cheddar. Yeah, and it'll help us do things like uh, buy games to cover for the show. It'll do things like let us travel to uh, see each other for recordings. Um, and it'll let us buy better equipment so that the show sounds better. Mm-hmm. And like it'll and like even on like a a more behind the scenes level, it'll help pay for like hosting costs, and it'll help pay for our SoundCloud mm-hmm. because in order to upload like more than a certain amount of hours, you have to pay for the monthly subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll help pay for that. Like we we can we can legitimately make the site and the shows better with donations of any kind. Yeah. So, and, and I know it's super cliche, but like even a dollar would help because we have, I mean, we have a fair amount of people who listen to the show and I think if everybody contributed a dollar, like you guys would legitimately be able to tell almost immediately how it affects the show because in having donations, we could 100% turn around and start other shows that are the same quality as this one. Mm -hmm. Um, We could afford to be able to have everybody sounding better. Um, we could immediately record extra episodes um, that maybe weren't originally a part of our recording schedule. Um, there's just a lot of things. So like legitimately in this situation, you guys are able to make a difference and you could literally do it overnight. So we can't underplay how valuable that is to us. Grassroots. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to say the word grassroots. I'm throwing my <laughs> fist up in the air right now. Well, and likewise, too, we don't have to plug your ears with audible.com. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So that being Which said, we're not above. That's if true. You guys don't, if you we're going to extort don't. you guys. We're going yeah, to threaten to put ads all over this <laughs> son of a bitch unless you. Have, anyway. you, tried, uh, have you tried Blue Apron? <laughs> Let me that tell you about Blue Nature Apron. Box. Have you used Nature Box? Nature Box is wonderful. Yeah, um, Dollar Shave Blue, Club's pretty good too. Yeah. Do you know do you have you heard of Blue Apron? Yeah. We're just gonna talk about Blue Apron right now. I love it. <laughs> it's like a service and then like send you fresh ingredients and like detailed instruction cards on how to make dinners and they send it to you like a certain amount of times a week and they send you like like for four people or for two people and it's wonderful and I love it. And I haven't used it recently because I didn't have the money for it, but we could uh, have the money. We could have people the money. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys put food in our bellies? Because we're starving. Um. Anyway, that for, being said, for pennies a day, for pennies you can a day, feed a starving you, millennial. You can feed a starving podcaster. <laughs> well, cool guys. Um, I'm gonna take my business hat and my ski mask off. And wow. yeah, thanks guys. You're so wearing much. a ski mask. Yeah, that was for the uh, extorting part. Oh, gotcha. Um, but yeah, so Isaac is up to 18 followers. Um, if anybody's <laughs> counting on Twitter. <laughs> Um, I have a couple followers on Twitter that are from the show, so I appreciate that. Um, uh, me as well. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, I'm pretty sure we plugged everything. Well, let's tell. So, Alessio, you're AC Summerfield on Twitter. Yep. I am Sam Wright DPS, and Isaac is doesn't have a twit. Yep. 
I can't believe that's real, but yep. <laughs> um, and yeah, other than that, you can... Um, uh, fuck it, if we're plugging personal stuff, you can go to vimeo.com backslash AC Summerfield and check out some of my films. And that's that's it. Um, listen to May We Have a Word. Oh, yeah. I for, That's a thing. So I want to start doing that at the end of every episode. If you like this and you like the shenanigans that me and Sam get into or that Sam gets into alone uh, or with another friend, you should check out uh, Toast. Uh, which is Sam's Mystery Science Theater 3000, except with anime show. Um, and the last latest episode on Beyblade is phenomenal. Um, and you should definitely check it out because it's wonderful. Um, um, what, what's, oh, I, need, I can't remember what episode's coming out tomorrow. As you're hearing, this will be tomorrow. Um, but it's a pretty good one, too. Yeah, so it's good. Um, likewise, the whole network's got really good shows, so um, definitely check out Geek Time in your podcast app, and it will pull up all of it. Um, and yeah, that being said... Oh, I'm going to also... So technically, this would have happened yesterday as you're listening to this, but we have a new show, too. Oh, yeah. Um, it's called, and it's actually from a listener of this show. Yeah. Um, it's called Mad Bad Book Club. Um, one of the hosts is... Uh, uh, Nikki Z in the place to be, Nikki Diggy, Nikki Ziggy star does. Booyaka! Booyaka! Um, well, him, uh, Nick might actually uh, be a guest on this show at yeah. some point. Um, um, but he, him and his friends and they, they go by code names, taco and mango, oh, which, yeah. I, which I love. Um, they read terrible, uh, fan fiction. Um, uh, They've talked about creepypasta or generally terrible things on the internet. Um, and it is a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, a hoot, hoot and a holler. It's a hoot and a holler. God, how did you know I was going to say hoot and a holler? I don't know. Ah, oh, you're in my head. Um, no, it's, it, it is good. So check that out. Um, it's going to be our Sunday show, but they have, they have put out existing episodes and we're essentially doing them twice in a week until they catch up to where they're at now. So Sweet. check that out. Yeah, and likewise, too, I will be making a triumphant return to the Geek Time podcast at some point. <laughs> um, somehow I've just dodged a bullet and not been on a single episode in a really long time. Dodged a bullet, dude. Uh, I say that like it's a bad thing. I'm sorry. I somehow didn't go to church this week. I don't even know what the metaphor should be. Um, I forgot my shoe at home and didn't go, but... I will be back, and it will be fun. So if you like me and Sam, and you like me and Sam with other people, you should check <laughs> me and Sam out on another show. Called the Geek Time Podcast. Called the Geek Time Podcast. I can't stand you. It's good. So technically, we should have Nick on that show now, because it's the hosts from all the other Geek Time shows. Technically. So maybe we'll bring that in. Maybe, maybe. if I can't be there, he can be there. Who knows? Yeah, we'll figure maybe. it out. We'll, we'll, work, we'll, we'll figure some things out. But it's like a super group. Geek Time it's Podcast. Like, it's like the Avengers. It's the Avengers. <laughs> Except of Geek Time way Podcast. worse. It's like the Avengers, but boring as fuck. No, I'm no, kidding. No, it's um, not boring. It's not. We have it's just arguments, less explodey. We have arguments about the value of Pitch Perfect. Oh. And we also, I, I mentioned it on this this podcast, and I also mentioned it there. We talked about um, the fucking Golden Girls Funko Pops. Oh, that's right. On On one of our most recent episodes. 
Sweet. Well, yeah, that being said, sorry if this episode talked less about Metal Gear Acid than you would have liked, listener who didn't write in. But um, <laughs> Should have wrote in. <laughs> yeah, but A, you should have wrote in, and B, this is um, the Acid games I'm kind of treating as like a weird hybrid of micro and regular episode um, where we just kind of talk about the game for a little bit and just kind of talk about other shit for the last half. Um so yeah, it's all Metal Gear related. Hoorah. And um, Sam, what should people not forget to do? Well, they should definitely never forget that Nelly Furtado's first album was called Whoa, Nelly. Definitely. I'm never going to forget that now, especially Ooh. for bar trivia. <laughs> I'm like a bird. I'm like a box. It's just a box. Just a box. Just a box.